Welcome, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to our weekly podcast. In Afghanistan, the United States has started formally withdrawing troops beginning by the end of what President Joe Biden called the forever war. The U.S. and NATO have had a presence in Afghanistan for almost 20 years, but the withdrawal, which runs until 11 of September, comes amid escalating violence with Afghan security forces on high alert for reprisal attacks. The Taliban have warned they are no longer bound by an agreement not to target international troops. In Australia, citizens returning home from India could face up to five years in jail and fines after the government made the journey temporarily illegal. The health ministry said the ruling had been made based on the proportion of people in quarantine who have acquired a COVID-19 infection in India. Earlier this week, Australia banned all flights from India. There are an estimated 9,000 Australians in India, 600 of whom of whom are classified as vulnerable. This will be the first time Australians have been criminalized for returning to their country, Australian media reports. In Mexico, President Andrés Manuel López Obrador said on Sunday that he plans to propose his U.S. counterpart Joe Biden with an extension of one of his key welfare programs to Central America to help curb immigration. Hunger and poverty have driven tens of thousands of migrants from El Salvador, Guatemala, and Honduras north in an attempt to border to cross the U.S. border. What I want to propose is that the program Sembrando Vida is implemented in Central America, López Obrador said in a video message from Palenque in southern Mexico, so people aren't forced to migrate and it helps the environment. One of López Obrador's key welfare programs, Sembrando Vida, aims to provide Mexicans with work and support the country's agriculture. How are you guys? Welcome to the economics and finance section with your girl, Ariadne Lopez from, from Campus Juarez. So let us start already. By the way, happy child's day. Um, okay, the dollar. Let's see, let's see. Today is Saturday, the 1st of May of 2021. $1 equals 20.09 pesos, according to calculadorasat.com. And that's better than the last Saturday we covered. Anyways, continuing with the euro, as reported in the official webpage of Banxico, a euro is worth 24.38 pesos, again, better than the last Saturday. Seems like children's spirit, spirits are giving us some gifts because we kind of celebrating our interior children. And then the Korean one, even better i don't know this week is worth a little less um 0 0.018 pesos for one that will be 18.10 for a thousand korean ones and we're already in the last part of the section the bolsa mexicana de valores closed with an indice de precios y cotizaciones of 48,009.72 in the variation of minus 1.82% and that's hardly wrong, it's almost minus 2 um, and well, um, that's it for today's ENF section hope you like it, anyways your host today was Ariana Lopez from Campus Juarez and we'll see what destiny has for us until next week, bye! In general news, 
Between seven and eight people have been injured at a casino located near the city of Green Bay, Wisconsin. Apparently, this is a result of an attack by an armed individual. Authorities and managers of the establishment have reported to the local media. The Spanish government will exceptionally allow the entry of travelers from the US and China to support the mobile Barcelona. At least 48 people were reportedly killed when a train derailed in eastern Taiwan, railway police report. According to a source quoted by the Taiwanese news agency CNA, there are also 118 people hospitalized with injuries of varying degrees, adding that there is no longer anyone trapped in the crash vehicle. The accident coincides with the start of the annual Tom Sweeping Festival, a long festival weekend that fills the, country, the country's roads and railroads. The accident occurred at around nine and a half hours near the coastal city of Huelin. The eight-car train was heading from Taipei to the southernest city of Taichung and was carrying about 350 passengers, the rescue center said. Hello everybody, I'm Jorge Montijo and I'll start with the national news. Mexico closes an agreement with Russia as of May. Uh, the Mexican state company Berms will begin to produce the Sputnik B vaccine against the COVID-19. Pfizer develops a medicine against COVID-19 that is administrated through a pill which could be available before the end of this year. According to the 12th monitor of the National Water Commission's 84% of the Mexican territory has a drought of different instances, which has worsened in recent months due to the lack of rain. Mexico suspends the PISA tests, the OCDE program that measures student knowledge and skills in reading mathematics and science and now some interesting facts about russia russia is a very hard country to travel in and this is because things are just different in russia in moscow we, they have more billionaires per capita than anywhere else in the world to be exact 70 percent to be according to forbes uh, the residents in Russia are bil in Russia Moscow are billionaire. Moscow has the third busiest metro in the world, topping the list of the world's busiest metros at number three, just behind Tokyo and Seoul. Russians are thought not to smile in school. Re Russia regularly takes first place on the list of the world's least f friendly countries and well we kind of have this superstition that Russians are very are always angry and very rude or straightforward forward that's why I think they kind of misunderstand them and as we have superstitions 
they have a lot of superstitions. For example, they think that rubbing a dog's paw it will make you have more money and if you could successfully toss a coin and the Peter Greets boots that and they had the opportunity to have more money too. Like they they have a lot of superstitions. Russian bridges go on the city tour after getting married. When you get married, um uh the Russian brides go to the some of the bridges and they They pose there and they take pictures and I think people can see around 10 brides a day <laughs> when they get married. And that's are just some fun facts about Russians. And today we're going to talk about chapter one of the second part of the Orientalism book. Um, Redrawn Frontiers, Redefine Issues and secularized religion. First, it talks about another novel that represents in a comic way some of the beliefs in that period, period of time. Like the ones that Isha was going to take over and cure, quote unquote, Europe. Um, this novelist depicted it as a dumb guy who believe Europe was gonna get better because Asia will take over it and both countries will become one, become one. Turns out that at the end the guy decided to stay silent and don't even think about that stuff anymore. And then it talks about how Europe took all over the world. 97% of the world colonized by Europe and of course influenced in every part like art, the way of thinking, classifications, religion. Other parts of the world weren't called by their names but rather character characteristics and religions like jello melancholic and rigid quote unquote for Asians and quote unquote black phlegmatic and lacks for Africans, which I kind of find very offensive. <laughs> and everything was based in Christianity back then. Well, <laughs> it kind of still the same, but either way, some other religions are more accepted right now. <sighs> Personally, I really didn't like the book. It has many technicalities that are confusing for me. And I really hate the fact that there's still stuff written in, I think it's French. <laughs> like, I don't know how to speak nor read French. So, play, write a translation right after it. I don't know, I didn't enjoy the reading. But yes, that's the opinion for the week.